When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Let's start by saying that most of the icons featured on our podcast have multi-decade careers. But this icon's recent run and simple name recognition got our attention. Ultimately, we had to include her in the lineup because in a few short years, this woman has rewritten the music industry's rulebook by breaking rap records left and right and paving a career unlike anyone else's. Today, we're talking all things Belcalis Marlenis Almanzar. Cardi B in a house. Ew. <laughs> yes, another talent from the Bronx who played a part in Bad Bunny's success. So it only seems fair that we give her the flowers she oh so deserves, who, like JLo, also paved her own way. The self-made performer went from stripping in the club to then becoming a full-blown superstar. Better like how? Well, Joseph, that's why we're here to help break it all down. From the pole to a global stage, this is a woman who is changing the music game and igniting a conversation about feminism for a whole new generation. Uh-oh. Don't forget about her feud with one of rap's biggest names. Oh, trust me, we won't. This is Becoming an Icon, a look at Cardi B's rise to a global stage. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon, a weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture and given the world some extra support. Sit back and get comfortable because we are going in the only way we know how with buenas vibras, algunas risas, some chisme, and a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Nineteen ninety-two, the Bronx, Nueva York. Wait, what month? October. Uh, the full date. Ugh, October eleventh, nineteen ninety-two. Oh, hmm. Let me beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> 
She is a Libra sun, an Aries moon, and an Aries rising. Oh my God. This explains so much. Walter, focus, okay? <laughs> right, right. Back to the Bronx. She was raised in the Bronx. Her dad is Dominican and her mother is Trinidadian. Hmm. But before we get into the episode, I want to know how much you knew about Cardi B before we started researching her for this episode. I knew a lot of her memes and her music, but I didn't really know anything else before. What about you? I didn't know her memes as much. And I knew a lot of her one-liners, mm -hmm. but I was actually confused that they were attributed all to one person. I was, oh, that's a bunch of different people on From Love and Hip Hop. I didn't realize it was one brilliant mind responsible for all of those one-liners. And then obviously I knew her music just because how do you not right. know her music? But I tell you this, I did not know a lot about Cardi B prior to the really big collaborations, right? So prior to the J Balvin collaborations, mm -hmm. prior to the Bruno Mars collaboration, like I did not know anything about Cardi B mixtape era. That was all new to me. Agreed. I knew the memes and all of a sudden she was like a superstar. <laughs> exactly. To be honest, for a long time, I didn't even know why her stage name was Cardi B. Wait, what's her real name? Belgalis Marlenis Almanzar. That's a mouthful. That literally sounds like a spell from Harry Potter. <laughs> it does, but it can definitely be a lot to say. So growing up, people gave her a nickname, Bacardi. Like, you know, that's what my friends call me when I was five on the playground. <laughs> oh my God. Tequila. Tequila Lily. <laughs> Bacardi. Cardi B. Wow. Her mind was the future. I think it goes to prove that Cardi has always had a really good eye and ear when it comes to branding herself. It's definitely one of the many reasons why she cemented herself as an icon. But in all fairness, it did take a while for her to get there. Growing up, she listened to artists like Missy Elliott, 50 Cent, and Ja Rule. And she was obsessed with another outspoken and lovingly eccentric artist, Lady Gaga. <sighs> Cardi B, the little monster. Yo, I can totally see it in the way she expresses herself now and the way she dresses. She's even admitted to looking at Gaga for fashion inspo, but she's also cited Missy Elliott and becoming an icon fashion queen, Miss Jennifer Lopez. <clears throat> I mean, Affleck mm -hmm. as additional inspo. <sighs> the taste, the taste, Cardi. We all want to know, how did we get here? Well, I'm recording at my place and I'm assuming you took a car to the... Joseph. <laughs> what? I mean, in Cardi's journey, how did she get from the Bronx to being called the reigning queen of hip-hop by publications like Billboard and Entertainment Weekly? Oh, and the queen of rap by iHeartRadio. <clears throat> Our bosses love y'all. Mm. And Vanity Fair. You know, there's a lot of talent out there and people have been changing the game for a long time. So what makes Cardi one of a kind? It's just like you're saying, her attitude. She grew up with her sister, shout out Hennessy Carolina, in the Bronx, but they also spent a lot of time in Washington Heights. Growing up, she was close to her abuela, whom she credits for her accent. Ew. <laughs> well done. She says she wasn't the best student and was in and out of school. But then she found a way to make money in a more, let's say, non-traditional way. 
Oh, I don't know. The oppressed finding recompense from a culture built on a foundation of misogyny and toxic masculinity that encourages men to obfuscate when presented with opportunities to express vulnerability inversely creates incentives to treat women's bodies as products to be bid, bought, and sold, but most importantly, controlled? Well, that seems as traditional as apple pie. (laughs) Sorry, I, I went somewhere. Back to Cardi. Okay, well, back to the podcast. (laughs) Only 19 years old, she started her career as a stripper. Many have judged her for it, which, first of all, it's very tacky of y'all, but to each their own. Listen, Cardi owned it. She saw a way to make a living, and she took it. She needed that shmoney, honey. She's gone on to call it a positive moment in her life, saying, it really saved me from a lot of things. Stripping gave Cardi financial freedom to escape poverty and an abusive relationship and to put herself through school. Don't be out here judging haters. You build the life you can with the tools you have. You don't have to answer to no one but yourself. Preach. And Cardi did what she had to do. She recalls, When I first entered the strip club, I was really shy. I felt really uncomfortable. I felt very ashamed. There were times when I was crying, like, oh my gosh, if my mom or dad found out, they'd be so humiliated. But I needed the fucking money. That attitude, you know, for her, that's where she harnessed it. Yeah. She says, strippers talk a certain way. The stripper attitude is, I'm not ashamed of being a stripper because a lot of these bitches don't have shit. A lot of these bitches don't have a place to stay, don't have no car, can't afford this, can't afford that. During an interview with Cosmopolitan, she admitted that, quote, She doubts the Me Too movement will change much in the hip-hop world, especially for women whose sexuality is at the forefront of their commercial appeal. She says, A lot of video vixens have spoke about this, and nobody gives a fuck. When I was trying to be a vixen and people were like, you want to be on the cover of this magazine? Then they pull their dicks out. I bet if one of these women stands up and talks about it, people are going to say, so what? You're a hoe. It don't matter. Wait, I'm a hoe? (laughs) No! Oh, you co-cardi. And just two years after she started stripping, she became a social media hit on both Instagram and Vine, racking up thousands of views and followers. Oh my God, Vine. Way to wake up the dead. Vine, I don't know her. Yes, yes, Vine might have died, but it gave her a career because people loved her vibe, her videos, and her signature cartitude. So much so that she earned a spot on Love & Hip Hop New York. This regular degula schmegula girl from the Bronx was making waves on social media with her 1 million plus followers. So naturally, the execs behind the VH1 show thought, let's bring some of that Bacardi flavor over here. According to Complex's Drea Roland, VH1 wanted to portray her as a silly exotic dancer languishing in a messy situationship. This is what Cardi herself had to say about the experience. Yo, it's so crazy. Like the motherfuckers, the producers really doubted me. It's like, why would y'all doubt me? Like I have 700,000 bajillion followers, she told the fader in February, 2016. I'm telling them like, yo, I have a brand. I'm not even an artist and I fill out clubs. 3000, whatever the crap, I fill them shits out. But they didn't care about that. They just wanted to make me look as a stripper, a struggling stripper. I could totally hear Cardi in that. <laughs> I feel like I didn't do my best Cardi impression. Accent, I feel but like... no, I could, I could really <laughs> hear her in that, though. I, I felt that. 
I could see her doing the movements because so much, <laughs> so much of her delivery is like the physical delivery mm-hmm. of what she says. And so I, animated. So you watched the show. So I've watched. Lo- okay, wait a minute. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Wait. <laughs> you are a love in hip hop season one through sixer. First of all, I will watch any reality TV. People that know me know that there is nothing too lowbrow for me to watch. Wow. I love television. And this is obviously before I had a baby and I had lots of hours in a day to spend watching crappy TV. But I love reality and I love raw reality TV. I used to like the house. So you were a Jerry Springer girl. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. And I loved like Mari, like who's the daddy. I love all that shit. I love that. The messier, the better. And so, yes, occasionally I would watch Love and Hip Hop Mm -hmm. and I had caught it early in the seasons, stopped watching it. And then I actually got sent a link to Cardi B on the show. Uh And I was like, who is this girl? And that's when I watched it on VH1 on the actual TV. But I remember watching and thinking, um, I just want a whole show about her. If you watch Housewives, you remember in Real Housewives of New York, you would watch scenes and Bethany would be in them. And you would leave that scene and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want a whole show just about Bethany. To Mm -hmm. me, Cardi was the Bethany of love and hip hop. You just wanted more. And what I was saying about Cardi is the reason she popped on screen was obviously because she's just got natural comedic timing, but she's also very physical in the way that she presents her thoughts and ideas and who she is. And I always thought about her, and I think this is the ultimate compliment. I see a lot of Lucille Ball in Cardi. What? I don't know that anyone has ever made that connection or said that. Who in the world? (laughs) Am I alone here? If you are a Lucille Ball fan, which I am, there is so much physical comedy to who she is. Her face moves in a certain way. Her body moves in a certain way. She waits for the laughs. And I see so much of Lucille in Cardi. And I could be the only person that has ever thought this in my entire life, but that is what I thought when I watched her on For Love and Hip Hop. Call me crazy. uh, Listen, Cardi is now definitely going to want to chime in on the show because (laughs) this is one of the craziest things. Do you think that she could have gotten anywhere without this exposure of the show? Yes, because I think that at that point in time, she had such a huge loyal audience on Vine and she was growing her numbers on Instagram that yes, I don't think, I think it would have taken her a little bit longer. I think that VH1 gave her more of an audience because people that maybe weren't on social media in the same way that her audience was might catch her on late night on VH1. So I think she multiplied her audience by being on Love and Hip Hop. And I think she got to where she got faster, but I don't think she necessarily needed it. Well, the good news is she joined Love and Hip Hop in season six and stayed for two seasons before leaving to pursue her music career. You know, most people on that show completely doubted her, even her fake DJ mans in the series. But guess what? Cardi didn't give a fuck. She was too busy earning the show views and imparting all of her Cardi wisdoms. Her lines were iconic, y'all. To this day, people always be quoting her. I be quoting her. (laughs) Like a hoe never gets cold. I mean, I can't. I I actually never get cold. Um, 
So do you I don't even know. own a sweater, <laughs> Joseph? I I do. I have a vest. I have a vest. <laughs> so you're like a half hoe because you get mm-hmm. cold half the time. <laughs> it's true. Now, if you go back and watch, there's a really great YouTube link that has her greatest hits from the show. She's pure comedy gold. It's almost as if they had hired the best comedy writers in Hollywood mm-hmm. and the best actress to play this role. But this was just Cardi being Cardi. And yeah. the one-liners just flowed from she her. She just has that it factor. She absolutely does. And even the New York Times has credited her popularity on the show to her ability to just rattle off these one-liners. But beyond that, she had already had this dream of making it in the music business. And we see it throughout the show. Yeah, she made her music debut on a remix of a Shaggy song, Boom Boom. You remember Shaggy? Mm, I've never heard of him. I caught you listening to him the other day. It wasn't me. You were listening to him on the sofa. It wasn't me. And you were singing it in the shower. It wasn't me. I even have it on camera. It wasn't me. (laughs) Right. Listen, the song was fantastic. It mixed up reggae with dancehall and Cardi's trademark vocals. A year later, she released her first official mixtape called Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 1. Then then she even joined the cast of BET's Being Mary Jane as Mercedes. But... Well, the whole TV thing just wasn't doing it for Cardi anymore. She was 100% certain she wanted to stick to music. And thank God she did, because she has saved my workout playlists. But to do that, she had to leave Love & Hip Hop New York. So she did and followed her departure with Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 2, her second mixtape. And that's when things really started to shift. She was about to get that breakthrough, baby. She was even getting noticed by more global mainstream brands, like MAC Cosmetics. She was attending events at New York Fashion Week. Wait, 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 wait. Are we going to talk about her brawl with Nicki Minaj at New York Fashion Week? That one time that somebody I know leaked the footage? Um, are you kidding? That moment went viral online. And guess who captured the whole fight on their iPhone? Mm-hmm. That's me, because you know I always get the exclusive. That's 100 my boo. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocócica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria 
bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. In late February of 2017, Cardi B signed with her first major record label, Atlantic Records. Ooh, our girl is on her way to becoming a star. Indeed she was, Joseph. Thanks in part to her love for bloody shoes. Cardi is the kind of performer that feeds off other people's energy. Wait, like an energy vampire? No, like a hype woman. Oh, Well, that's why she's a team player. She's always making collabs at Chart. And that's just a fact. After signing her contract with Atlantic Records, Cardi started collaborating with rappers like Lil' Kim and Remy Ma. Let's get a Bodak Yellow already. Okay, I was just setting the scene. Be patient. These expensive. These is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. Okay, okay. We're there. We're there. On June 16th, 2017, Atlantic Records released Cardi B's commercial debut single, Bodak Yellow. She performed the single on The Wendy Williams Show and Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, God. Take me back to Bodak Yellow. The first time I heard that song... This is terrible, but okay. So Mm -hmm. the first time I heard it, I was like, it sounds like Nikki, but that's not Nikki. Whoa. You thought that. Not the voice, but the tone and the delivery. There's not that many female rappers. I can list them on one hand, right? So you've got Remy Ma, Cardi B, Lil' Kim, and Nicki Minaj that are real artist when it comes to rap yeah. that can rhyme like that. And I was like, this isn't Nikki. Who the hell is this? It was Cardi. I knew it wasn't Nikki because it just seemed a little darker. Mm. There was just something more, I don't know, hardcore about the song, but it was definitely a bop. It was definitely something that I wanted to hear, but it did just feel a little heavier. I think that's why people responded to it. I think we had been served so much for lack of a better term, bubblegum rap Mm, from female female MCs. Mm -hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with bubblegum rap. I bop to that too. But I think for so long, our ear has listened more poppy rap from female MCs, right? Right. I miss the days of Missy Ellie. I love that. And I think to hear her, especially with her signature Cardi sound, it made everyone stop. And listen, which is exactly what you want when you are a new artist. And not only did it make you stop and listen, but then she hit you with that video. And then (sighs) you stopped, you listened, and you watched. You stopped, listened, and got Louboutins. (laughs) 
well, if you could afford them. I know. The song generated a 217% spike in search traffic for Christian Louboutin shoes. And get this, $4.5 million in media value, according to Business of Fashion. So if people were questioning whether Cardi could make it and whether or not Cardi was going to be big, their questions stopped right here because the song climbed the charts for months on end. It even reached the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 chart that year. It made Cardi B the first female rapper to do so with a single since 1998 when Lauren Hill's doo-wop That Thing. Wait, what happened to Lauren? That album was amazing. <gasps> the miseducation of Lauren Hill. That is my freshman year of college. I would do an entire podcast on that album. Can we? <gasps> but wait, there's more. She also became the first person of Dominican descent to reach number one in history of the Hot 100 since it launched in 1958. That's insane. Yeah, she was even tying with your Miss Tay-Tay for the number one spot with Look What You Made Me Do. You leave the reputation era out of this. Okay, fine. I don't want to fight you or the Swifties. Well, <laughs> unless I have Cardi on my side. But back to Cardi. Soon enough, she was everywhere. I'm pretty sure everyone and their mamas and babas were listening to Bodak Yellow. It was a rap anthem of the summer. Louboutin should have been paying her for the deal. I wonder if she gets unlimited Louboutins. Well, she can buy unlimited Louboutins now, so it does not sure, matter. She doesn't even sure. need them for free anymore. Mm -mm. That song went on to receive nominations for Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song at the 60th Grammy Awards. It also won Single of the Year at the 2017 BET Hip Hop Awards. Vindication. Take that, Chance the Rapper. No, I love Chance. Okay, so do I, but just felt good. Then she dropped Motorsport and No Limit. And soon she was the first female rapper to land her first three entries in the top 10 of the Hot 100. Also, the first female artist to achieve the same on the Hot R&B Hip Hop chart. She went on to headline Power 105.1's annual Powerhouse Music Celebration, where she met Migos. You mean her baby daddy and future hubby Offset? For those wanting the tea, according to Elle magazine, not much is known about their first meeting. But Cardi has said they first met at an industry event and Offset pursued her. He was very consistent, Cardi said in a video on our Twitter account, recapping the night they met. He really wanted to talk to me. <sighs> and they're still together. My heart. Did you know that Offset and Cardi actually got secretly married? Oh my God, like Benifer? Yup, right before they announced her first pregnancy. But we'll get into all that very soon. Cardi's recipe for success was simple. Keep up the collabs. Wait, didn't she do a song with Osuna? See, she also collaborated with another Boricua. Well, half Boricua. Okay, well, my people claim him either way. I'm talking about Bruno Mars. Yes, sir. Cardi B was featured in the remix of Finesse, appearing in the music video, but also went on to release Please Me later on. They were charting like crazy, all of it making Cardi B the first woman to have five top 10 singles simultaneously on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs charts. After all of these collabs, wasn't she ready to drop her own album? She was. 
Invasion of Privacy was released on April 6, 2018 to universal acclaim. Before we get into the album, as promised, we gotta talk about New York Fashion Week. Oh, shit. Nikki versus Cardi. Bing, bing, bing. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Nikki versus Cardi. Bing, bing, bing. For those of you guys who don't know, Liliana is fucking everywhere. And she just so happened to be there the night of this fight. Okay, so I was covering the red carpet at the Harper's Bazaar Icons event, which is... No big deal. No big deal. It's one of the most well-attended and well-respected events during New York Fashion Week. It happens every year. It features all of the icons from their icons issue. And let's just say it's a very classy affair. This year, it happened to be at the Plaza Hotel. And somehow, both Cardi and Nikki weren't just invited, but were within minutes of each other during arrivals on the red carpet. I interviewed both women. I can tell you this. They were both in great spirits. Cardi's interview with me was so sweet. She was raving about being a new mom. She seemed really peaceful, honestly. And what was she wearing? Like, what did she look like? Like Oh God, she looked gorgeous. It was a big red carpet moment for her because mm -hmm. she was in Dolce & Gabbana Couture, head to toe. She had on all of these beautiful jewelry pieces, the gorgeous necklace. She had these big earrings. And then she had this beautiful red dress. It was almost kind of very flamenco inspired, lots of ruffles. And 
she looked very regal. She stepped up her fashion game for this night by... Iconic. Yeah, well, it's called Bazaar Icons. And she was working with Dolce & Gabbana. And listen, whatever your opinion is of Dolce & Gabbana, point is they dressed Cardi beautifully that night. But more so than how she looked, she gave me this feeling that was just softer. And I asked her about that on the carpet. I said, how has motherhood changed you? And she said so many ways. I'm just more at peace. I'm more relaxed. Like I just want to be with my baby. It was a very different version of Cardi than I think the public expected of her. Mm -hmm. Well, fast forward. Minutes later. (laughs) Fast forward minutes later. And what happens? The brawl to end all brawls. Nikki and Cardi had beef. We all know this, right? They didn't in the beginning and then it escalated because Nikki was being a little shady about Cardi being a mom. She was liking tweets on Twitter and on Instagram, liking posts that basically said that Cardi was a bad mom. And I can tell you this as a mom, don't come for me Mm -hmm. and don't talk shit about me as a mom and worse, don't talk shit about my kid. And Cardi had had enough. And I think when she saw Nikki in a small room close to her, she lost it. It was like the stripper locker room all over again, bitch. All of a sudden, I think Cardi was like, you've been saying all this shit about me. Now you're in a small room with me. I'm going to let you know exactly how I feel. And I think we can all agree that if there's one thing that Cardi is not going to do, it is mince or hide how she feels. She is out there. So I happened to hear some commotion. Mm -hmm. So I ran from the carpet to right below the second floor where you could see. You called your cameraman right away. Okay. First of all, (laughs) your hand held my hand. I was not wasting time with a camera crew. I was like, (laughs) oh no, something is about to go down. You just have this feeling. You have intuition as a journalist that something is about to happen. So I whip out my iPhone. I aim it up. And Cardi's ass just happens to be right on top of me. Like you can expose ass. Like exposed ass. The skirt of the dress tore, right? Yeah. So she was in a little bit of like a scuffle. The dress tore. So she was just in her Spanx underwear. And (laughs) Colin Carter, her stylist, is standing right next to her, grabs the dress to try and cover her back up. And then you see Cardi bend down and you're like, what is she doing? Girl was taking off her shoe to throw it at Nikki's face, threw her shoe in the video. You see her throw the shoe. And then that's not all. Cardi's no bitch. She charges at Nikki and then never gets to Nikki, but runs into Nikki's security team who bops her in the head. And then you're like, wait, what? And all of a sudden people are screaming. You see Cardi's publicist screaming. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to run to the staircase because there's only one way in and one way out. Listen, I know how to get a story, man. So I run to the staircase because I'm like, there's only one way for her to leave. There's literally one exit. So I stand at the bottom of the exit and within 30 seconds, I see two security guards coming down and then who appears but Cardi B, right? She appears, huge bump on her head, a big giant welt, no earrings. And Uh I say that for a reason, Mm -hmm. okay? And she's got her head held up high. She gets escorted out and then all of the commotion, which is all about stop filming, cameras down, no cameras. Do you think I listened? 
Obviously not. That's why we got some major footage. Hey. That's why we got the footage. So she gets escorted out. Nikki stays at the party. I don't see Nikki leave until maybe an hour later, but it was a scuffle. I am telling you, there has never been a fight or a brawl like that at any bizarre icons event. It was insanity. That is amazing. And I'm just so glad that you were there and got to see it. Um, I feel it wasn't premeditated only because she was dressed up with those earrings and all of that. So I love that you think that some fancy ass couture is going to stop Cardi <laughs> from being Cardi. You clearly don't know our girl, Abel Galis. <sighs> If Cardi had some scores to settle, she was about to get them on invasion of privacy. Listen, Cardi is sensitive. She may seemingly let things slide, but she's admitted that a lot of what people and people online say does get to her. So when she gets on that mic, girl addresses what she's heard. You heard? This wasn't just collabs. This was Cardi B telling the world that she wasn't going anywhere. Invasion of Privacy was a hip-hop record, but it also included trap, Latin trap, and R&B sounds. It featured vocals from Migos, Chance the Rapper, Kalani, SZA, 21 Savage, YG, and J Belvin Gone Bad Bunny. It became the most on-demand audio streaming week ever for an album by a female artist. It also opened the door for an unapologetic expression of culture, Cardi and artists who followed her wouldn't have to water themselves down to appeal to the general market. The title itself also sent a message. Yes, Cardi has a public persona. And yeah, she built her brand on social media, but it's still got to be on her terms. She chooses what or what she doesn't want to share. Girl's entitled to some privacy, so get up out of her business. If you're a hot item, the tabloids know no boundaries. Kind of like a Latino household. Titi, let me live my life. And Cardi is smart and strategic. She knows how to always stay one step ahead of the press. After rumors started swirling that she was expecting her first baby with Offset, she went on SNL and put an end to the rumors by showing off her beautiful bump right in the middle of her performance. Looking fire and very innocent and maternal, I might add. But if you thought a baby in her belly was going to stop her conquest of the biz, think again. The fourth single off the album. I like dollars. I like diamonds. I like stunning. I like shining. I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. Wait, can we sign a million dollar deal? <sighs> Please. I heart. I like it was about to change everything. We talked about I like it back in the Bad Bunny episodes. Episode two, for those of you taking notes. And if you missed it, make sure you go back and listen. This song was everywhere. It's a legacy-defining hit. And you know it is because you're probably singing it right now. I like those balanciagas, the ones that look like socks. Flexing on bitches as hard as I can. Eating, eating halal, halal, driving the lamb. Told that bitch I'm sorry, though. About my coins like Mario. Yeah, they call me Cardi B. I run this shit like cardio. That song <sighs> is just so good. Are we going to have to pay to use that? Because I sounded so much like <laughs> Literally, I was like, dude, is Cardi on right now? 
<laughs> Wait, did we just invite Cardi into the studio? She's going to be here. She totally is. Okay, so did you like the album? Yes or yes? Oh my God. <laughs> is that even a question? It was so good. And just her lines in it. Who raps about eating fucking halal? Someone who lived in the Bronx, bitch. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I always wondered with that line, like, did my friends in Texas listening to that go, eating halal? Hey, Google, what's halal? Eating halal, driving the lamb. A lamb. Because here's, and you know what I love about that line? It's, first of all, just poetic, but I love the mix of highbrow and lowbrow. And that is why Cardi is so authentic in everything that she does, because she is going to roll up to the halal guys on 51st and 6th mm-hmm. Avenue. In her Fendi furs, Versace. In her, Fendi, in her Versace furs, mm-hmm. dripping in Jacob the jeweler. And she's going to step out and buy halal and then eat the halal in the neon green Lamborghini. <laughs> I love her. Am I wrong? No. No. Everything about that album was just born to be a hit. Everything, like, everything she touches turns to gold. Yeah. Cardi had a Midas touch. So much so that even Maroon 5 wanted in. Oh, I have a quote from them. Adam Levine said, and I quote, It is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. It truly blows my mind. Wait, Joseph, I don't think that was about the song they did with Cardi. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say it was. Girls Like You made it onto the Hot 100 and the music video received more than 3 billion views. Then she received the most nominations at the 2018 MTV Video Music Awards, 12 to be exact, including Video of the Year, and she took home three awards. A few years earlier, Cardi was just a woman from the Bronx waiting for a big break, trying to find a path. And now here she is dominating the VMAs. And opening doors for other badass little mamacitas out there. Cardi B has paved the way for so many of today's top female rap artists. Doja Cat, Lizzo, Megan Thee Stallion. Speaking of... Yes, yes, we are going to be discussing the song that cemented Cardi as a musical sensation. On that wop, wop, wop. (laughs) On the next Becoming an Icon... Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you... Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. When you buy a new house, you might say... 
Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.